0: I think that a lot of it is like being nice and, and kind to people and understanding like the situation that we're in and thinking about when we get out of this, supporting us then. Like right now, yeah, gift cards are amazing, takeout is amazing, but um, not being afraid and knowing that restaurants are doing everything they can to keep everybody safe uh, when we open back up and how we can support each other when that happens. Everybody's hurting right now and all we're trying to do is like figure out how to make it.
1: Welcome to On The Fly, an almost daily interview with San Francisco Bay Area chefs, restaurateurs, and other members of our beloved hospitality industry, from the big names to the tiny neighborhood joints as they fight to adapt and survive during the coronavirus pandemic. I'm your host, Marcia Goliardi, and I've been covering the local food and beverage scene in my Table Hopper e-column for the past 14 years. Today's episode is with Kim Alter, the chef and co-owner of Nightbird and the adjoining Linden Room Bar in Hayes Valley, which are currently closed to customers during the crisis. But the lights are still on as her small but mighty team is cooking hundreds of meals daily for initiatives like SF New Deal and Frontline Foods. Kim is known for her commitment to local farms and sustainability. And she's proven to be a leader in leveraging her longtime relationships to support farmers as she sources ingredients to go into these low-cost but high-quality meals. She also shares with us a day in her extremely busy life right now. You'll be exhausted just hearing everything she's doing. Thanks for listening to her inspiring story. You'll find links to Nightbird's GoFundMe and more in the episode notes. Please take a look. Thank you. Kim, how are you doing? Uh, let's hear about uh, just the status of Nightbird and where you're at.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's always such a pleasure to talk with you. A little shining light today, <laughs> but uh, Nightbird, you know, we're we're doing right. We are not, um, you know, going down the route of to go. We are. Just right now, um, cooking for public housing and African American churches and hospitals. Um, we're doing that about five days a week, which is definitely a little bit of a change from what Nightbird's used to um, across mm-hmm. the board. But it's been um, it's been good.
1: And how many people on your team are you working with right now?
0: Well, you know is interesting. Like, I think I was one of the first people to tweet about people trying to get out of reservations for coronavirus before I even realized that we were in a shutdown uh, emergency situation, like back in February. Yeah. And since then, you know, we started getting slower for sure. And then when this happened in March and we actually shut down, we took a week and we, we shuttered Nightbird and me and my partner, Ron, tried to figure out what to do. And we, we chose to not just fire people or furlough people. We wanted to kind of see what was the best option. So we kind of, I think that first week we cooked for two hospitals, uh, frontline food started right then. And uh, so I still to this now it's been what a month almost. Mm -hmm. um, I have My cooks, uh, my sous chef, my pastry chef, my dishwasher, um, me and Ron, and um, one of my bartenders, and everyone else has chosen that they'd rather stay at home, which we have, you know, we are still paying 100% of their insurance and, um, you know, still paying um, our normal payroll. It's obviously less because there's no tips, there's not as many hours for a lot of people, but we started a GoFundMe, which all goes to our employees and um, my and some of my investors have uh, donated money as well to put towards that since they know that we are still paying their insurance and we are still employing people. So it's uh it's, it's different, but uh, we're trying to make it work and we're trying to, you know, we're very small. We're, we're a lot different than, you know, a restaurant that in has like a hundred employees. We have 12. So it's, you know, some of them have been since we opened and it's very, they're a family. So we're totally. trying to, you know, We're trying just to make sure that we're taking care of them. And the people who don't feel comfortable working just had babies or have low immune systems. So we 100% understand that we're doing everything we can to support them.
1: You guys are amazing. What an incredible form of leadership and really taking care of of your your restaurant family. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's intense. Uh, I know you've been an instrumental part of uh, this new initiative, the SF New Deal. Tell me a bit about SF New Deal since you're definitely, um, I think, um, part of that pioneering initiative. Yeah.
0: Well, it's, you know, so it kind of started off like the short, long story is that, you know, a group of us chefs got together before the shutdown happened to be like, what are we going to do? How, you know, what, what, what if the shutdown happens, what are we going to do? And through that, we kind of got divided into separate groups in a sense, because there's so many things to tackle. And mine was the farms, because that's really important to me. I go to the farmer's market every day and through going to the farmer's market and trying to talk with Playsa about how we can support them as chefs to make sure that, like, you know, Quasis still is running farms are still, you know, getting paid. I met Jacob Binman and I've known Lenore Estrada, uh, you know, through different organizations throughout uh, my career. And they were had just been approached by Emmett from uh, Twitch and about this money that he wanted to donate, you know, to make sure that restaurants in San Francisco and farms and salmon you know in the bay area are still like going to survive this this mm-hmm. crisis um and just through you know it obviously morphed uh throughout the few weeks but we they were able to connect with the city and be able to get the city to um let small restaurants cook for public housing um african american churches um and um some rehab centers basically and um, we, I, there was a mix of restaurants. So I kind of reached out to about, you know, 25 restaurants that physically go to the farmer's market and are supporting all those people and we you know i really push them to be like hey how can we make sure that we can cook for public housing but at the same time still use farms which is not necessarily an initiative of sf new deal but it's important i think to most of the chefs so it's something that we're trying to work on but uh, the sf new deal is just about making sure that we can get substantial healthy food to people who shouldn't be leaving their house who can't leave their house who don't um who normally have You know, it's, it's hard to get funds to buy food and we are being able, what I'm kind of talking with my staff about is we're kind of, you know, we want to make sure that we're a part of the solution, not the problem. I know that's a big conversation right now with restaurants and it's something that's in the back of all of our heads as owners and chefs. Like, you know, we don't want to put our staff in danger ourselves or anybody else. And for me, I'm looking at it as we, as this group are cooking for about four to 5,000 people a day that would normally be out on the streets that shouldn't be. They are at most risk. Um, You know, they are, would be put in situations that would make more, we're basically trying to, I look at it as us flattening the curve on a very big level uh, by us putting five, six people and we are all working with masks and gloves and long sleeves and our hair back and we're changing our gloves every 15 minutes and washing everything down every 10 minutes and being very, very, um, very sanitary. (laughs) And, you know, I feel like we are hopefully being a big reason why the spread in San Francisco has not been, you know, as aggressive as like New York.
1: Yep. And PS
0: not taking credit for that, but just saying, I think that that's how, that's how I kind of like talk myself up to get up and be able to do this because, um, it is dangerous. And I think that people are scared and, and this like, I think helps that.
1: It shows a lot of bravery of how uh, you're all rallying and coming together and really maintaining those sanitation standards to such a high level, which restaurants are trained to do. And we commend you for it. Uh, talk to me a bit about, uh, yeah, just some of the meals you're preparing. How are you putting this all together? Um, how are you sourcing the, uh, ingredients
0: yeah. Well, you know, like I said, for me, still using the farms is really important. Yep. So I'm, I went around and like I said, I think I sent out two mass emails of almost 140 farms and being like, Hey, what can you, what do you need to get rid of? What could you maybe sell at a little bit lower price point? Because, you know, the price point we're given is about $135 less than what I normally charge. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a little, it's a learning curve. Um, you know, and it's, and it's, but it's not wanting to, I'm, that what i keep saying is i'm not trying to capitalize off this crisis i'm just trying to stop the bleeding and yeah. be able to pay for my staff so I I explain everything like, Hey, we just need to give everybody a little piece of the pie. So I talk with the farm like throughout the week, like, Hey, what do you want to get rid of those greens? No problem. We'll utilize it. then I talk with some of my chefs on my team and I'm like, Hey, this is what this, I made like a master farm list. And I'm like, here, use these farms. They want, they need to push this. It's not going to be okay for them in like two weeks. They need to get rid of it now. And we are able to maybe buy things a little bit lower of a price point. And then we're able to still put out, you know, uh, farm, you know, organic farm meals to uh, people in public housing and churches and uh, some of the churches and some of the, you know, there's people would like maybe culturally appropriate, which we try to adjust and cook. However, you know, I'm talking with all of my site managers, like, what do you guys want to eat? And I try to do that to the best of our abilities. Nightbirds are really small kitchen, so it's pretty hard to do, you know, certain things every day. So we we try to mix up, we try to always put in, um like a protein grains veg and bread so yesterday we did barbecue chicken with sauteed peppers and onions braised kale from the market and brassicas with cornbread and honey butter and uh we did that for 180 and Amazing. um yeah and so we switch it up we try to do different every day and we try to always offer 20% vegetarian or vegan and then yeah it's just talking to people and wanting them to feel comfortable you know we it's it's the same thing the first thing when i'm talking with all these chefs they the they, before they even really ask about price or anything they're like what do, what do they want to eat and we all still in this state want to make people happy and cook food that will make them feel good and we are just trying to do that on a very different level of um of price but yep. i think that everyone's accomplishing it and you know it feels really good to go there and get like the thank yous and no hugs but yeah. a couple elbow a couple elbow high fives but um that's about it and yeah. uh, it's but it it feels it feels good.
1: What kind of numbers are you know you guys cooking for now? Cause I think, yeah, you started at like cooking for like a hundred people and
0: yeah. Yeah. Um it definitely kind of varies because I'm mixing in two, I'm mixing in frontline foods, cooking for the hospitals and also SF New Deal. So mm-hmm. like today is a is a kind of a big day. We already delivered a hundred and thirty-five bag lunches at like eight AM. And um, then we did 180 lunch dinners to two different public housing. And then tonight we're doing 235 dinners that we delivered about four different hospitals um, between eight and nine. So wow. it's, it's just, you know, like we normally are prepping the day before for the next day because we have such early deliveries. And then we are um, like, it's just constantly cooking and opening Um, yeah, it's just constantly cooking and opening and delivering because that's all like me and Ron for the most part have been doing most of the delivery because it's like the most, um, I guess, um, What's Exp- the word? Ex- exposure or <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, my brain's a little tired. Um, well, I can it, only so- imagine you're <laughs> running
1: on. Um, I, w- I can't even imagine how many few hours of sleep you're running on right now, hon.
0: Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a little minimal. So, like, we get up and then we we also like let's say they give you ten dollars a head. That ten dollars a head per person includes packaging, which is pretty expensive. Packaging, mm. delivery, labor, and food. So it's just, um, you know, and considering we're able to juggle and still be able to do it, it just takes a lot of like our time and, you know, talking with a lot of different farms and seeing what we can do. And everyone's been so amazing, at least like all the small farms and purveyors that we work with on a day-to-day, they all are just wanting to help.
1: You guys are amazing. So let me know, like what kind of what kind of hours are you, are you keeping right now? Let's just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting. Like I thought... I couldn't work really much harder than I did before, yeah. but, uh, I mean, I would say like, you know, you're up at like six or seven, normally I'm like a zoom with someone on the East coast. Um, then driving to the restaurant and like, I have two zooms like at eight 15. So I'm normally loading my car while I'm on a meeting. Um, then I drive, you know, and deliver uh, to one place. I come back, try to do some computer work, load up, drive to another place, come back. Then the prep starts for cooking for either later in the day or the next, um, I'm normally, like, on three to four Zooms between noon and four, and then we start packaging for, like, 230, and then we deliver to about... like Last night, we did four hospitals. Um, we each did two hospitals at each, because I can only fit about 120 in my car, and then we drop off both of those places, and then get home, like, around 10, eat <sighs> dinner, and then start working on all the stuff for, like, my personal restaurant, because we... We're, I'm a part of like a multiple coalitions, you know, throughout the day that we're trying to get information out there to people who can't, um, who don't have access to it as much as we do. Uh, We just made a website, the Bay Area uh, Hospitality Coalition, and we're in the middle of translating it into multiple languages so it can get out there and then trying to work with the GGRA to get like a bigger like a footprint of who we can spread this out to. And then, you know, really just talking with all like the leaders in this, Uh, Bay Area about how are we going to survive this and what are we going to do in the future Uh, meaning like in two months six months a year to make sure that we are still standing as a industry yeah so that goes on to like one in the morning i say and then and then then I uh, give Ron a hug and then that's about it (laughs)
1: Oh, this is, this is, and this is a marathon. So we, we, we need you for the long Mm -hmm. haul. How can we, how can we support you?
0: you know what I keep saying? Like when people say that, I I think that a lot of it is like being nice and and kind to people and understanding like the situation that we're in and thinking about when we get out of this, supporting us then like right now. Yeah. Gift cards are amazing. Takeout is amazing. Especially like we we were talking about earlier with the new restrictions that are going in. I think it's going to help a lot, but, um, I think that not being afraid and knowing that restaurants are doing everything they can to keep everybody safe. Uh, when we open back up yeah. and reach and how we can support each other when that happens, supporting the farm, supporting the fishermen, supporting the restaurants, like whether it's a taqueria or, you know, a Michelin starred restaurant, making sure that, you know, everybody's hurting right now. And all we're trying to do is like figure out how to make it.
1: Is there any way people can support you with uh, actual like physical labor or, uh, donations, Uh, it sounds like packaging is something that could be, you know, Yeah,
0: I I think I, you know, a lot of my purveyors have come and donated stuff, which has been amazing. And then I'm donating it to other restaurants that we're working with. Um, if we're looking okay and the, the people in my building for sure, we, we started a GoFundMe, which I haven't really been pushing out as much as I probably should, but, um, yeah, we're getting like the support in like the, in the kindness and I know it sounds so cheesy but like that's what's making this a lot easier and um, and um, hoping that people will just support us and know that we tried our best to do the right thing during this time so when hopefully our doors open up once people feel comfortable they know that we're here and um, and we're gonna do everything we can to keep people safe and uh, fed and and give them an experience that we just want to give you know yeah
1: can't wait to show up for one of your beautiful tasting menus and be able to hug you and thank you for yeah, everything you're doing um
0: no thank yeah. you for getting getting the stories out there it's, it's really important because i think a lot of people don't understand um how hard it is to run a restaurant and you have always been such a pioneer in helping restaurants so thank you
1: my sincere pleasure. Love everything you guys do to feed people and mm. and bring joy, and and you're continuing to do so in such a poignant way right now. And I'm just going to point out here, um, if people want to learn more, there's sfnewdeal.org is the website. And then, so you also said you're part of uh, frontline as well.
0: Yeah, Frontline Foods, which is, uh, was started by Ryan Sarver, um, who I've just known for a few years and he kind of shot me a text like, hey, do you want to cook for hospitals? And that's how it started out. He just was like calling his friends to donate, I think, you know, one to $2,000 and then he put them in touch with a hospital and then got the chef to cook. And um, it's been really, it's now uh, a part of World Central Kitchen. So yeah. they are working together and it's just really, they're giving the blueprint for other uh cities to do it as well across the country and it's it's feels so good to go to the hospitals and drop off the food because those they're working just as hard as you know if not you know they're they're killing themselves working so hard so it feels good to give them like a you know some homemade we're doing focaccia with steak and uh vegetables from the market with a little gem salad and garlic dressing tonight and they are i mean they're just so appreciative they're like writing lovely yelp reviews which is mm. good <laughs> <laughs> and like facebook messages so it's pretty awesome
1: yeah no there's there's nothing as comforting as a beautiful meal that's made with love and soul so yeah i think i think food tastes especially it's just more poignant to me right now the act of eating Mm -hmm. that and something that someone has made for us right now knowing the risk and the dangers and uh just a lot of the fear and hope that goes into each meal that we have so uh i do want to point yeah Uh, And so frontlinefoods.org is uh, the other organization and initiative. Kim, you're an inspiration. Please take care of yourself, hon. And um, yeah, catch your breath, get some sleep. And we are so, so appreciative of all of your efforts, you, Ron, and your entire team. Thank you. And now it's time for the two top when I mentioned two things I think you should know about. First, it's really been tough having so many annual events and crucial fundraisers be canceled or postponed right now. But I was heartened to see one that's forging on and that's Dining Out for Life San Francisco, which is Dining In for Life this year. Now in its 20th year, this annual fundraiser for the San Francisco AIDS Foundation, which provides free HIV prevention and care services to more than 25,000 people annually, is now an online fundraising event. Please look at their website, which is doflsf.org, which stands for Dining Out for Life SF, where you'll see participating restaurants offering lunch and dinner you can order takeout or delivery from. Dining Out for Life is recruiting ambassadors to host a virtual dinner party with your friends to support the foundation on Tuesday, April 21st. Please look at their site and dine in for life and support local restaurants while doing so. And for our second item, I know a bunch of people who will be so pleased with the news that our beloved La Chicha in Noe Valley, which has been closed during the crisis, is reopening for takeout. That's right. You can get Chef Massimiliano's famed spicy octopus and tomato stew and spaghetti with botarga. And since it's springtime, there are also some fava beans up in the mix. But for me, it's all about the malorados, the semolina gnocchetti in pork sugo. Mm hmm. There are also some grocery items you can order. Hello, Botarga. And curbside takeout starts this Friday, April 17th, running through Sunday from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. And next week, starting back up on Tuesday and running through Sunday. Check out their Instagram for the menu and updates, and you know they will have some amazing Sardinian wines picked out for you. Chin, chin. And just one more little tidbit on the fly is now listed in apple podcasts woohoo just search for on the fly by Tablehopper and subscribe if you can please rate it and leave a review that would give both you and me some rock star status so thank you thank you so much for listening to on the fly once again i'm marcia goliardi and you can subscribe to my newsletter at tablehopper.com and keep up with daily updates on my Instagram stories. I'm at Tablehopper across Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please take good care of yourself and others. Thank you.